Put your paws up. Cause you were born this way, baby. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of What's Your Jersey podcast. I didn't fist bump that time, and that was really disturbing for me. That was really tough, actually. You could have done the podcast magic. You should, guys, she was fist pumping incredibly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my voice carried it. I'm, I'm, I'm fisting you tricked the air me. now. <laughs> and I'm right in front of you. <laughs> I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji. Welcome back. And uh, if you're just joining the podcast for the first time, hi, thanks for listening. I just waved. I also want to say thank you guys for just listening every week and reviewing and rating and sending me emails. Again, if you want to send any questions or just chat or whatever, just email me at what's your Jersey podcast at gmail.com. I have a lot coming up for you meatballs out there. Yes, I said meatballs. That's what I call my listeners if you're just joining us. Uh, I have two really awesome guests that I'm very excited for next week. I have Jess Southern, who is a really amazing makeup artist. She is Jesse Decker's best friend. She's gorgeous and stunning. And she is coming on to share her IVF um, story, actually. She's pregnant now with beautiful... Well, she looks beautiful from the sonogram she shared. I, <laughs> we haven't seen her yet in person. Um, but she's going to share her makeup tips and her IVF struggles. And she's just awesome and so inspiring. And I've known her for years. I also have an old dear friend who's very funny and you'll recognize him from radio and podcasts and tv i have the comedian michael yo coming on and then i also have trish sir who is a new show host for the game show network and she is awesome and funny and we did a comedy show together a few weeks back so she's coming on so i have a lot of exciting stuff for you i also have a live what's your jersey podcast in the works um i don't have the exact date set but that will be happening within the first two weeks of june so it's happening soon yeah in hollywood um at viva hollywood and there's going to be awesome stand-up comedy and guests and we're going to be doing a scene from our upcoming hollywood fringe festival musical do you remember this the musical where i play miss britney spears that was a bad impression. That was really good. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I know that sounds sarcastic. That was really good. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, that's I'm so kind of you. <laughs> I just knew that you are like um. you can dance like her and like so. I never like I've never heard you do like the full the full thing. Yeah, I talk. I'm going to be talking like that for an hour. Jacqueline. I know. Well, I pay, I play Kim Kardashian for like two scenes of the show. But, you know, yeah, it's it's a lot of with Kim. At first, I thought her like baby stripper voice was very similar to yours, but it's not. Kim is more like nasally and like the and way it's I do. very monotone. Yes, it's very monotone. There's not a lot of mouth or eye movement. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I might throw in a few F-bombs. I just learned that Kim Kardashian apparently says fuck a lot and yeah. curses all the time. Um, 
So yeah, anyway, live podcast show coming up. I will also be at the Hollywood Laugh Factory on May 29th. So next week, guys. So if you're in Hollywood, definitely come check that out. I'm very excited for that show. I love the Laugh Factory. It's such a fun venue. Uh, I think you just go to laughfactory.com for tickets for that one. And yeah, I think I covered all the things I want to update you guys on. Also, I'm really excited about this episode because it's kind of just a catch-up episode. I have two of my favorite people coming on. And also, um, the Starkey Hearing Foundation is actually sponsoring this episode. And if you guys aren't familiar with that, they're awesome. They are a human services charity. They're rated four out of four stars by Charity Navigator, and the organization provides hearing aids and hearing-related health care to hearing-impaired in poor communities around the world, which is amazing. And I definitely am really excited to bring the main squeeze on because he has actually used their products and is very familiar with the Starkey Hearing Foundation. And so I'll be getting to that later on in the episode, but I just want to let you guys know that this month, the Starkey Hearing Foundation and Audio Boom are launching the Listen In campaign, and they're asking, what's your jersey and my meatballs to help them reach their 25000 fundraising goal, $25,000 fundraising goal, that is. Uh, the funds raised from the Listen In campaign will support the next round of global outreach to so be helping so many people that are hearing and aged hearing and aged hearing impaired <laughs> that can't afford uh, to get the special help that they need and you can help the Starkey Hearing Foundation reach their $25,000 goal by donating to the Listen In campaign today so to give the awesome gift of hearing go to listenincampaign.org. That's L-I-S-T-E-N-I-N-C-A-M-P-A-I-G-N dot org, O-R-G. And donate if you have any extra dollars lying around or a lot of dollars lying around or you just want to do some good because, God damn it, we need some good done in this world. Even just skipping your Starbucks like two days in a row. Thank you. Just do it. I'm doing it. My guest this week is going to do it. And we'll be talking a lot more about it later on in the podcast. So, yeah, just go to listeningcampaign.org and get the gift of hearing today now. That fabulous voice you guys have been hearing <laughs> since I started. Not oh, mine. <laughs> Not my voice, but a... You're a good enough uh, <laughs> vocalist that you could be throwing your voice. <laughs> You're so good at impressions. You're so good at impressions. You're the female Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> You're the female... I tried to fuck you many times t- and you're absolutely not interested. <laughs> you're a great Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> Oh, man, I love it. It's starting already. Uh, She's been a guest many times on What's Your Jersey podcast. She's also a very, very near and dear friend to my heart. And I want to catch up with her. And I like want you guys to hear about it. We let me introduce you. Uh, She is the host of the Adderall and Compliments podcast. She's the crystal queen and a sister from another Mr. Annabelle DeSisto. Thank you for being here. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. You know that... I love doing this. I love doing it so much that most of the time you've heard me on Jacqueline's podcast, uh, I've pitched myself to do it. (laughs) I think she's technically only asked me once. I've been on it a couple of times. And those other couple, I was like, I'll do it, which is literally I came here for her to record my podcast. 
mm-hmm. and just wouldn't leave even though she gave me the cue of oh, I'm gonna take an Advil I have a headache I'm like oh that's a bummer <laughs> just sitting here looking at her like a puppy and she's like I'm really tired I'm like Ugh. okay well you have caffeine so <laughs> we should probably do your podcast You're like I think I'm, well, I'm gonna do some of it with Tommy or, or all of it and I was like yeah or just some of it because I could do it I could do the rest <gasps> oh, and now I'm here the point of that was ask for what you want it's and the law of attraction. Yeah. <laughs> don't leave. Don't take no for an answer. Well, I'm, I'm giving this to, advice to women. Only yeah. to women. Only to women. Yeah. That's it. No. If you're a man, yeah, take no as an answer because that's the fucking answer. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. This is good. I'm happy you're here. I'm happy you stayed. How about that? I must have bumped my head on a mic or something while we were doing your podcast. And I was like, oh, it hurts. <laughs> As you can see, my level of compassion was nothing. Zero. I was like, nothing's going to get me from zero. Nothing's going to take me away from, Not at all. from this podcast. I even cooked for her. I heated up a really amazing cauliflower Coming pizza. Coming over here is like the <laughs> best. It's She's like a therapist. She's a babysitter. I she's am. a cook I'm a great baby no I'm not trying to pull a Kelly Benson you're not a cook you're a chef (laughs) definitely not a chef Um, definitely not a chef (laughs) but it's so lovely and now that it's in a completely new renovated apartment I know it's weird it's like new energy new space new year new you it's all the things I love it I know I feel like it's like sexy lighting now for you like your podcast when we did it it was like bright and cheery and like Sunday fun day weather and now guys we just watched the billboard music awards we watched a Billboard Award. <laughs> Do we call that music? I don't know. Oh, God. We're going to sound old right now. We're going to sound real old. I don't think we sound old. No. I think we sound like we have good taste. Mm. And we're not like what the youth of America is listening. It's just noise. But the thing is. It's just it's just noise <laughs> and I don't like it. There's like noise without a chorus. We were like, when does the beat drop? <laughs> to I, everything. <laughs> I kept waiting. I just, I know probably everyone says that everyone says this about what they grew up in. They will always think is the best. Like that's why our parents are like, Oh, you don't know music. Elvis or, you know, like Beatles, whatever. Or or especially like with just something like Saturday night live, how everyone's like the, the cast the the, this isn't the cast this great. season has been yeah. awesome everyone like way. whatever cast you grew up on that's the cast you think is normally the best i mean yeah i loved everything kristen wig did when she was on snl but like so, times change yeah like it's just <laughs> you, you gotta roll with the punches people like so i am just so in love and will forever be in love with in sync and Britney Spears and that to me like that is music to me well that's the thing like we're just isn't, no none of them were like performances they really weren't besides the finale number with the fucking uh, legends salt and Peppa there you go oh man that was push it real good just got me super awake and excited to podcast I guess I'm like they're well, also, uh, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, performed. And they're probably like the oldest performers. And they had the best. They too. They yeah. had the, the best performance. Janet, by far. girl, why didn't you just stay in fucking Abu Dhabi or wherever the hell you were with your baby? Because <laughs> you came out of retirement for that. Yeah. What happened? It was just kind of boring. No. I love the, I mean, leading up to her performance, it made me realize. I'm like, is Conrad Murray my doctor? Because I'm fucking falling asleep yeah. watching this. It was what, just. What trance is this putting me in? I didn't like it. It was underwhelming. 
thing. And, and I love Janet Jackson. I love The Nutty Professor. <laughs> I just did not enjoy this performance. It's my least favorite thing she's ever done. I um, love the song that she did with it, the It's what? All For You song. Oh, It's All For You. And then on that um, my other favorite song of hers is the, what's the one that doesn't really matter. No. no. Oh, that's a really good one. Um, if again no yeah yeah together again and oh no god there's so many good ones i forgot about her whole like control album all of that like, together again like always made me cry yeah um and it's like a music video of like them in africa or like together yes 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 um yeah I like that's one of my favorite songs ever. I remember having like the single CD and it had like the silver with like the AIDS ribbon on it. If oh. anyone has it. Um, yeah, that and it's all for you. Mm-hmm. And then any professor like I'm a Janet fan. Like her body is insane. Remember when she was like got really heavy. There's no got really heavy when oh, she was I dating right like uh, Jermaine Dupri. Yeah. And there was like those pictures happy. of her. You get heavy. Like jogging on the beach and she was like in that gray sweatsuit. Remember this? I can't remember my fucking Facebook password for more than a week. And everyone's like, she had gained so much weight. And then literally a month later, she was on the cover of Us Weekly. Mm-hmm. Just in like basic, like a rolled up t-shirt yeah. and the most incredible abs I've ever seen. I need to do that. I have a photo shoot in four days. Po- How I, do we make that happen? Am I just living in the past? Yes. Yes, you I are. I remember it so <laughs> Yes, like- you are. No, I remember her... She kind of like broke out of she was in like hiding for a little bit. This was I forget the number. It was early 2000s. And it was like, whoa, what did Janet do? She's so hot all of a yeah. sudden. Um, yeah, I loved her days when Paula Abdul was choreographing for her. It was like before Paula was even Paula. <laughs> like it was like right after she was in the Laker Girls. It was in You between. need to have Paula on this podcast. I know Paula Abdul needs to be here. We've talked about her a lot on this. Um, yeah, but it was funny watching the whole like montage and them talking about her because it reminded me of like pre Beyonce a little bit. Like, oh, I feel yeah. like Beyonce's kind of shaded Janet Jackson. Not that Beyonce's throwing shade on Janet, but, like, it's, it's a, kind like of a kind of in the thunder a little of, bit. Not a clip, uh, but a clip of, like, I don't think younger people think of Janet Jackson. Exactly. I, like, forgot about her. And then I was watching that. I was like, oh. So yeah, things happen I see, before Because we Beyonce. see LaToya Jackson way more. Yeah. We see LaToya bad. Jackson kind of the most. Which, by the way, Annabelle dropped some knowledge on me today. Apparently, Beyonce just bought this really cool... It's over a 100-year-old church in my favorite city, New Orleans, and she bought her own church. She bought her own church. I do you think she's going to make it because apparently the church, um, there's like one member of it left. Like it, it was losing a ton of money. Like no one was keeping it up. It's beautiful architecture, like very old school New Orleans style. Mm-hmm. But it's so interesting. She bought it there because I mean, you would think Solange she'd buy it in like lives in New Orleans. Girl, did you know that? Her, apparently 10 minutes Solange. from her sister's. <laughs> Well, I mean, wouldn't you live in New Orleans? That's the only way she could find a place to let fucking Solange perform. She had to buy it. <laughs> the only way you Solange's can get people to a performance of hers is if you buy the fucking venue and you pack it and say, hey, this is Beyonce's church. And people are like, all right, all anything's right. going to get me into religion. And then you're yeah. like, oh, fuck, no, I'm here to watch Solange now. <laughs> Open the door. <laughs> I know. Okay. If anything would make me fucking pray to god it would be having to watch a salon performance and be like jesus fucking christ get me out of here how much do i have to donate to the 
<laughs> bucket passing. passing around. Oh man! Well, I'm sorry. I guess Solange is in the Jordan Sparks. Uh, yeah, apparently. I would always write um, jokes about Solange for Passion Police. Really? Always, because so, she's a terrible dresser. Yeah, I, I don't really understand her where she's coming from style wise. So I would always, whenever I'd see Solange in the, which would basically be every episode, because Joan loved to just like shit on love Solange. To shit on. I, I didn't name that as one of your credits Annabelle sitting here watching the red carpet For the billboard awards and then watching the billboard awards Felt like I was in an episode of Fashion Police Because Annabelle used to write For Joan Rivers for fa- Fashion Police So yes R.I.P. Joan I remember when like, Remember when the song came out And it's like a billion dollars on the elevator Or like of course it's going to go down when there's a billion Isn't it? That it, lyric for Beyonce yes exactly okay I was like am I not getting it right <laughs> no and you are she's like a billion dollars on the elevator oh, I forgot Solange is on there a billion and one dollars oh I can't do the thing I'm not good at I it can't. Yeah, yeah, I'm not- no that was better you're better at it no it I you can do Britney Spears I can do kind of an air horn at like a high school basketball tournament I respect it I also respected um, <laughs> what is that? That's just what I do the entire time. <laughs> you I'm will like never be on the podcast again. That that will be it. You know what? That hasn't stopped me. You haven't wanted me on again. Have I have I crawled back on here twice more? I have. <sighs> yeah, that's true. No, stop. I also really respected um how Kelly Clarkson opened the whole show. And yes. she was like, I'm not doing a moment of silence for the most recent school shooting. Um, we are going to, what did she say? She said, the last thing we need is more silence. Exactly. We need a moment of action. We need like, like something that. like that. A moment of action. We all need action. And it was so fucking wonderful to see and how cool to see and important. And for her to open the show like that and for so many of the artists to bring attention to it. Yeah, a lot of people brought light to it. Um, I really liked Khalid. And was it Sean Mendez that did the performance together? Youth. I think that was the song they sang. That was really good. You weren't paying attention during that. No, I, I was like, that's, I think, their name. Yeah. <laughs> Annabelle doesn't know the names of anyone. The thing is, now I'm like, I'm always confused when I talk to some of my friends who don't watch reality TV and I'm like, we'll say a housewife name and they're like, I don't know. Who, I know like that the skinny girl one who's that. And I was, and that's like all they know. And to me, I'm like, how, where do you live? But with it's kind of like me with the I was like if that was my Uber driver I would not know if that was my neighbor I wouldn't like I'd be like I've never seen these people oh, in my life. life like I feel like half of them were walking across sunset today in front of Fred Siegel and I I wouldn't have known if they were on this award show it's fine it's all good no nope. I really like I love award shows I really do I'm a big really? fan. I just I like perform actually it's performances and I feel like that's the only place we actually get to see people perform now like yeah i don't really care about who wins the awards i do respect the billboard awards though because it's actually numbers it's not like random people we don't know voting on it it's actually who's buying the music which is pretty cool yeah it's not who i mean it's not like producers and agents buying it yeah well it might be we just don't know (laughs) who knows i'm like i'm like oh billboard yep these billboard charts don't lie that are made by another person (laughs) that are made by (laughs) No it's not like lies. the weather that just happens naturally we're like somebody is in charge of this and we're like probably yeah sounds right maybe i don't Numbers? know who God. knows and i love that it was in vegas do you know what else happened in vegas today annabelle 
No. Oh my God. The Golden Knights are going to the Stanley Cup Finals. The Vegas Golden Knights. Are you so excited? You're in the Just Enough with Jacqueline segment. The Golden Knights are... Hockey? Hockey team. Okay. The Golden Knights... Well, no, because I was thinking of the college that didn't accept me, UCF, University of Central Florida, were in Orlando, and there are the Golden Knights. Oh, wow. I believe. Are they? I don't know. I wish I could tell you for certain, but they didn't want me there. I'm sensing the theme. Now that I'm t- I've only been on this podcast for 15 minutes, I'm sensing the theme. I should have just I should have just kept going to the campus and just like sat in class and been like, "What? RJ didn't teach you that at home." It, RJ can get he's sort of like John Candy's character in Tommy Boy. Do you remember like that movie like it was no it wasn't no it wasn't John Candy it wasn't John um, Candy (laughs) no I've used another fat person who died of a drug overdose very fat funny I'm sorry very talented fat comedian male comedians that died of drug overdoses I'm sorry they all look the same to me I'm oh Annabelle I know (laughs) I I have to say it's true okay all right. It's what is stereotype what happens in Tommy All Boy? Fat male comedians look the same. That you kind of have to admit very it. Similar. Yes. Yes. I could see that. I could see where you would get confused. Yeah. It's fine. But no, like that scene in Tommy Boy where he convinces the waitress to like remake the chicken wings or like turn on. It doesn't matter. I used to have a. It's no. a long way. It was a long story for nothing. Did you buy a lot of posters when you were a little girl? Like I had a Tommy yes. Boy poster in my. Um, closet. You had a tongue poster, yet you let me struggle with that? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Jacqueline's looking at me like she's never heard of this movie in my in her life, and she's watching me struggle trying to be like, you know, it's like this movie with... Why can't I remember his name? Like, because I was thinking of a different movie that he did with Adam Sandler. Um, I'm, like, I'm literally not... Oh my god. I'm like starting to it's get okay. afraid that it's I cannot late. remember anyone's name. Oh my it's god. It's fine. Everything's fine. No, David Spade and... David Spade. <laughs> I know everyone's like... Fuck. Guys, Chris Farley. Been, Chris, thank God you did that. Oh my God. We've been sitting wow. on this couch for like seven hours watching. Thank God that was... God, what if that was... Podcasting. What if that was like a, a test on the side of the road for... That would be really sad. I was what, like, what would that be? Mm-hmm. Like to get into the groundlings, a test on the side of the road? <laughs> that's, well, that's like your DUI test in LA. They're like, who starred in Tommy Boy? And you're like, I'd look, at, I cannot believe you had a poster and you let me sit there fumbling for. That was rough. I, cause I couldn't think of it either. But you Fine. knew the scene where it's like, the thing is how he's so good with people, like yeah. schmoozing people. The point of that, not story was that, that you're going to Tommy boy this up that no I should that's what RJ does RJ can get anything I've seen that man get deals on stuff that are that's not for sale give them he's balls. just like this is for sale and they're like no it's not and he's like I want it at this sale price and they're like sir it's not on sale that was on sale two weeks ago it was a weekend sale and he's like yeah but it says right here and he'll bring in like he brought in like a clipping <laughs> and that. he's like they're like no it says that weekend only and he's like i want it for this price and he said it so many times that then another person in the store was like oh are these on sale they were like literally my dad's the cheapest man on the planet where they were like at 13 dollar shoes and they're like they're like no they're not on sale and he's like well he just said they're and they're like here here's the pair of shoes just just leave where he makes he, he just wears so, people down rj just just keeps at him he just he's like just it. like water torture just like a dr- where finally people are just like just 
He is like an annoying Listen, white old man. Beat it. Just take your 13. Get out of here. He is like an annoying white lady who lunches in Beverly Hills who's going to do all the substitutions no matter what the restaurant says. And are they determined? I you should just know all the that power to him. I love it. No, this is great. And that's how you get on the podcast. That's, <laughs> that's how you do it. You want to know how you get booked on what's your jersey? <laughs> if you don't if you're not Michael Yo, if you don't have any TV creds, just don't leave the apartment. Mhm. There you go. Now I'm happier here. It's it's so comfy and fun. Um, also, what happened to the Tommy Boy poster, <laughs> Jacqueline? Because you're such a big fan. Um, that was thrown out in the purge of the move-in purge that I've been talking about. You poor listeners who have to hear me talk about it. Wait, every that week. was recently? No, I'm kidding. Oh, I was like, <laughs> although like, oh. with what you shocked me with, I wouldn't. Who? Uh, some stand-up footage that Annabelle just showed me actually was a classic vintage closer set of Ellen DeGeneres just like doing a spoken word interpretation of Shoop. It was so brilliant. It was, if anyone needs a good laugh, <laughs> go check it out on YouTube. It was still when she did like stand-up, this was like, like probably 14 years ago or something. I remember it was like my 11th birthday or like 12th birthday or something and my my mom brought me to like see her do stand up mm-hmm. and that was it and I was just like oh my god every woman here has the same haircut because I didn't understand <laughs> did you have a bleach blonde like lob that flipped out too at that point <laughs> um and she, yeah she was talking about how music is so important and how music can be the essence of you and finding songs that explain who really talk to your spirit and explain who you are and she's like for me that song is shoot <laughs> Did you like when I was a little girl and this is probably why I've chosen the really stable, just nice, normal, lucrative career path of stand up comedy. Um, I used to sit up in my room late at night and watch Howard Stern when his show was just on. I guess it was the early days of E. Is it weird that I've never I've never listened I think I've listened to three Howard Stern shows. Oh god, you guys would get along really well, I feel like. Well, I'm obsessed with his wife. You know his wife is I know. His wife and RuPaul are my number one dream like number one and two Why don't you, dream guests. God, you should watch old episodes of Howard Stern. Like he taught me everything I needed to know about like being a crude male. I was gonna say <laughs> not boobs. how to be there for your friend when they're struggling with movie <laughs> trivia, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Um, no, that was an I episode used to edited. sit up and watch Howard Stern. I would sneak Howard Stern and then Ellen DeGeneres, her like stand up specials. I can't believe I couldn't remember that one. I just can't remember anything today, apparently. Um, well, after what we saw, I don't want to. Rem- I only want to remember Salt and Peppa. Yeah, Salt and Peppa. That was awesome. And now I can never say Salt and Peppa. Now, now I'll always say Salt and Peppa because another comedy special you guys should see is John Mulaney's. He just came out with his like newest special and he talks about working at Saturday Night Live and how uh, one of his favorite people who ever hosted was, oh my God, I literally cannot think of anyone's name. It's, oh, um, it's, it's like the British guy who's really dead. He's like in X-Men. It's the British guy, the bald guy. No, British not, bald guy? Not Ian McKellen. Oh He's so, God. Patrick Stewart. There you go. So, Jesus, I'm so sorry. I know that people are like hitting their steering wheel like, just being like god damn it so he's like don't he's, change it guys his we're gonna get better okay it doesn't just go and see what he <laughs> says but it's talking about salt and pepper performing on saturday night live oh okay nice wow i love that you just saw so saturday night live we have a, a really good friend chris red 
who's on the show. I've talked about him before, and he's brilliant and so awesome. And he just finished out his first season on SNL. Uh, Tina, I didn't see the Tina Fey episode last night. You saw it. Yes. And it made me miss Tina Fey being on the show. Just seeing like clips of her even being on that stage again gave me all the feels. She's so incredible. I, which I get is the not really groundbreaking uh, commentary. She's so incredible. She's guys. I'm gonna. I know it's controversial. I'm a Tina Fey fan. I think she's talented. <laughs> I know that. You know what? You know that's divisive, especially in these times. You know. The, America is so split on Tina Fey. I know. God. And there's so much anger involved. And I think if each side could hear each other out and was like, listen, just let me explain why Tina Fey is this. I think if we just did a lot more listening to each other. No, it's, she's just, I want to see her. I so miss... I so miss getting to see her every night by watching 30 Rock on Netflix as they took it off. um, She was just on, I think it was Fallon, and they were talking about how she just, she's producing Mean Girls in Musical right now in New York and how it's great and it's being like nominated for all these Tonys and how... Do you want... The thing is, I feel like I would probably be disappointed in no matter how good it is because it's just like the movie to me that that movie is like the most perfect. It's just brilliance it's great it's Lindsay lowen and i think that's probably one of my is that the one favorite we, movies that you would watch no matter what on tv yeah that would be like when one of my desert island movies desert i mean okay i like that well she's saying that now she's like thinking of 30 rock like producing that as a musical really Which, yeah kind of different i don't know how i feel about that well they did like all like all that cast like sings like yeah they could totally do all musical 30 rock i don't know would it be like a jukebox musical or original songs oh i don't want to learn anything new <laughs> i don't want to learn anything new i love a good jukebox musical that's why you guys if you're in la you should come to do you remember this i'm so the excited musical. June 2nd, 8th, 9th, and 10th. I'll post all the info on my Instagram I will be and page. At all of them. Scalloping tickets. Outside. I know. Scalloping. That's <laughs> scalping tickets? Yeah. Is that how you scalp? Scalping. Scalp. S- selling, scalping, whatever. I'm pretty, it's scalping, right? Yeah, scalping. There you go. Um, I, I'm shocked you weren't excited about the Golden Knights announcement in Vegas. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm so sorry. That was okay. the whole point of this that. Is, okay. So uh, this is my favorite thing to do with Annabelle when she comes on the podcast is talk sports with her, but have her relate it to like a storyline from her favorite reality show or like current pop culture event. So the I Golden Knights. I, I, hope, I just don't have to say anybody's name. Clearly, that's not working <laughs> for me tonight. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the Golden Knights, it's their first year in the NHL. Like and it's so it's like groundbreaking history. It's the first year that a first year team in the NHL is going to the Stanley Cup finals. Do you like hockey? I do when I'm there. I don't necessarily like watching it on TV. I think it's exciting. Like going to the games is really fun. Does Vegas and have a football team? They're getting a football team. Get, Vegas is getting all the things. Yeah. So they have the Golden Knights hockey team, a football team's going there, like the series Ballers, like is going to actually happen in real life. Um, okay. <laughs> yes. So that's a storyline on that. I've never met anyone who watches that show. Oh, God, I Annabelle. love The Rock. He's probably one of my favorite <laughs> celebrities ever. Like, he just gives me so much joy. London Brown's on the I've show. Never Do you know met London? At, no. Oh, he's an LA comic. I was on a dance company with him called Unrestricted Element about eight years ago. Oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> when you say that, yes, of course. He's really talented. If I saw like, would I, if I saw his picture, would I like know who it is? Uh, maybe. 
Um, one of Tommy's really good friends, Carl McDowell's on it. I think I said his last name right. He's great. So all those people are watching Ballers. <sighs> yes, they are. Because they're on it. Yes, exactly. So the Golden Knights, they're going to the finals. I'm very excited about it. So in your terms, this is like a new housewife getting a second season and this like is... winning the whole reunion special like everyone just being like yes team like if you were a housewife and everyone was team annabelle after that reunion but oh this is, doesn't happen it's like i mean it's way too boring hockey's very like aggressive which she's not but like teddy mellencamp where she came in nobody saw her come in nobody really wanted her to come but she's made it to the second season she's coming on again and everyone at the end was team teddy team teddy and everyone thinks erica's an asshole and she is no one saw that coming i podcasted months ago with justin martindale who's hilarious he's on what the fashion the e-show is a new e-show coming out he loved erica we did like a half an hour rant i've how always awesome thought erica she, was i was always disappointed in her where i was like oh i wish she was like more fun with how you know because she is such a character and yeah. she like makes her entire thing where she was just such a walking fucking contradiction i know everyone's like tired of me complaining about erica jane but it's just like your entire thing is like i'm so cool i you know i don't like drama i'm just like a down chick and then you're the one who cries the most you're the one who has the most problems with everyone yeah and like like, i'm a girl's girl no you're fucking not you do not have one female friend all of your friends are male gay and paid yes paid to paid to play (laughs) and the thing is with how many like fun gay men you hang around why are you still like so miserable and not funny and we also were talking about the billboard awards her outfit on the red carpet what happened clearly i don't know what she's not paying the gays anymore i was gonna say i don't know what slur they heard her say but you have to really like they're like okay yeah we have a perfect dress for you yes yes no no Um, um yeah i don't know what what happened there because it truly was terrible it was it looked like a weird black curtain it looked like somebody it looked like your niece who just got a sewing machine and she's like i'm gonna send in a addition tape for project runway and you're like great idea honey do it do it do it and then you see that and you're like oh don't keep make sure you go to college (laughs) you know that's what it looked like yeah and like she always brags about spending a lot of money and like buying like really expensive so, things like Luann money can't buy you class <laughs> exactly. money can't buy you good fashion because I'm like I get what because she's spending so much money she said she spends $40,000 a month which I think is definitely lowballing it yeah because Jenny McCarthy I remember one time on her show in the morning was talking about how she looked into hiring her glam team for a day for OC and she said and with the hair and makeup it was 6000 really for a day for a day and, and she's like has them like and she's like day. no I'm not I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) That's fine. To paint things on you and blow your hair dry. I don't know about that. That's aggressive. And to have them dress you like Missy Elliott for most of the season. I, if they want to sponsor me, I'll obviously take this back. Granted, if you want to send me free clothes, I'm not going to say no. But I don't think Gucci clothes look good. And that's basically all she wore this season was she wore like Gucci prints and like Gucci fanny packs and like a visor like you're somebody's fucking mom who just came back from like chinatown in new york like it was a lot it was a lot it was an overlook i hope she gets an overhaul her and dorit came really hard with the gucci logo where i almost thought was like did they just give them a bunch of free i'm not gonna lie this is my favorite look and i posted a picture of her and dorit 
in I think they were were they in Vegas when they were gambling in the morning and like drunk at the table and they were covered in Gucci wearing like pajamas it was my favorite look of theirs I loved it and Erica's in that green tracksuit with with the asshole sunglasses yes yes that look is okay you know what else is okay now in this country Sports betting, Annabelle. Did you know about that? (laughs) Yes. No, they just passed a thing. And I, again, know just enough about the topics. Um, I like playing blackjack. Um, That's kind of fun for me. But I don't really know what's up. Like, do you like bidding on sports teams? I love... um, I haven't really done that. I mean, I play fantasy football. Like, what? And I do certain pools. Like, what's the most you've ever put in for a game? Or, like, what's the biggest, like, bet you've ever made? Is I don't, I don't place big bets. No, that's not rude. I don't place big bets with my own money. I feel like... Smart. Yes, right? Yes. Anything you can do with somebody else's money, do <laughs> it's it. It's much more fun, guys. Um, I think the most I've put in is, like, 100 bucks. Like, I... And I think the most I've ever won is probably 500 that's, that's a lot yeah no it's cool it's exciting i love it I, I love um have you ever been to the racetrack no <gasps> annabelle i feel like this would be so much fun for you there's animal animals no it makes me sad oh it makes you sad oh okay i like it i i mean i think it's fun it's like a whole sport thing but i i could see that aspect of it making you sad like as the words were coming out of my mouth i was like no i can understand like no this. it seems like so, no i'm not trying to be like like i literally but- had lunch today and there was two vegans sitting at the table and i forgot and the first thing i sat down when i looked at the menu and one of the vegans has two pigs as pets i was like oh my god the bacon maple scone no, I- looks amazing and i was like jacqueline fuck no it's <laughs> no it's not because of that i've never I've never been, but you've, I mean, I like the fashion of it. Like I like the Kentucky Derby fashion part. I like anything with a hat. Maybe I will go to Beyonce's <laughs> New Orleans church. <laughs> you've thrown a good, didn't you throw like a Kentucky Derby style party? Or I have, I mean, I have a whole Pinterest board lined up that. for my Kentucky Derby. When I used to um, have friends and enjoy people coming over, I did like to throw parties. Um, I haven't thrown a party in like, what, two years? A really long time. It's been a while. Well, no, you threw like certain like Valentine's Day or like New Year's. Oh, well, like not like anything of like what my parties like used to be where I would get like a bartender and just like, I mean, I have an entire storage unit of just decorations of the hats were for an Easter party, but it was basically normally Eastern Kentucky Derby or right around close to each other. But yes, I just, I'm very ready. I have multiple uh, you should ridiculous just have hats. some kids this year. I feel like you would be able to theme it up like no other. You would just be the mom with the house that always had the perfect decorations. Oh, I thought like, you meant I should have some kids over this year. And I'm like, <laughs> well, like I'm like, I creepy. And I'm like, I was, I don't know if I really have to necessarily see kids in the hat in my hats. I don't know if that will really <laughs> no, change I think it. When you're a little kid, I've talked about this with um, I mean, squeeze who will be up very shortly, guys. Um, his mom always like puts so much effort into decorations for Christmas and, you know, not Hanukkah, but Easter, Halloween, like everything. And it always, I don't know, it meant something to him and all of his brothers and sisters. No, I, I like that's important. the only reason I would want a home. I always sound like, I just want to, I just want a house like September, October. 
That's when you want a house. Because that's when you can decorate. That's like, I just want a house to decorate for Halloween and the outside of it and trick-or-treating part. And then somebody can live in the house the other months. Just like, let me decorate. I don't even have to live inside of it. I just want to decorate the house. Maybe you should and be a decorator. I just, th- that I love. I love the nesting of it. I love the decorating of it and the tradition because Nancy was always very into decorations, but we are very... Um, She's very particular in her decorations. Oh, like I didn't know that. We did not have like any. She would go all out for Christmas. Nancy but, is Annabelle's mom. Oh, sorry. That don't know. Um, yes. Fancy Nancy. Everyone's favorite stoner. Um, and by everyone, I just mean me. Uh, <laughs> but she would go all out decorating. But she, we did not have like one Santa in the house. Like she didn't allow us to have like Santa or Rudolph or Frosty. And there's, if you're listening to this and you had all that stuff, you're a normal person. So I'm not saying that stuff is bad. We're, huh. I'm, but I was, she wouldn't like allow anything like that. It has to be like, that's very politically cl- correct. Like, classic. No, it's not for like, cause Santa's portrayed as white or that's why she was, you know, boycotting or whatever. She just, didn't she's just like that's tacky and i was like well santa's kind of like the whole like i mean i know he's not like the christmas thing but basically you know yeah wow commercially he's christmas you know let's be honest i mean so it was more of a more of like a woodland theme like oh she's like if you were going to have if you bring in something it has to be like a father chris or it has to be like a father christmas i'm like how is that any different wow and she's like well this figurine has a knapsack that doesn't have toys in it it's little pine cones for nature and you, it was more of just like i don't know i don't don't know if that like makes sense to you guys so you're like overcompensating for that like lack with lack your enthusiasm of, <laughs> yes <laughs> think she was really enthusiastic about it it was just a very um I, I mean, I don't want to say classy Christmas because <laughs> that I, makes it sound like no, an asshole. Like no, no. But we weren't ever allowed to like just put stuff in like bags. Like every, like every present has to be wrapped and the wrapping paper can't have like any words on it. It I has to, that. it has to have a full like classic bow. Like you have to go to like the fabric store. It's like not I one of those bows. The that, wrapping like, paper from the present you gave me for my birthday last year. And I know that and that, box, that so sounds pretty. like such an asshole and so like snotty and we're like, we're not we're not it's just she's very because her mom was like that yeah and so our friend Lindsay brought over i remember brought over like a present and it was like wrapped in santa wrapping paper and it said like ho 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 and my mom didn't she like walked in because the tree was right there and she's like what is that (laughs) i felt like Lindsay was right there she's like oh i brought and she's like oh it's lovely and by the time we came out it was like put behind the tree oh wow Good to know. I'm sorry. No, that was a really important thing of what's going on with the Las Vegas golden shower <laughs> nights. Now that you've heard Animal. that riveting story about wow. my Christmas wrapping. Do you like to go to Vegas and like play I'm the starting spots? To Do you see like why to bet you, on things? I'm starting to see why you don't book me on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and now I'm, as I'm talking, I get it. You get it. No, you, you have good analogies. So as I'm talking, I'm like. I see where she's coming. The Golden Knights hockey team is like the Teddy Mellencamp of the Real Housewives first season. Yeah. I'm for the R. Kelly Golden Shower Knights. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, the, or the, I'm, I'm assuming all the Knights are of legal age and yes. they're of their own consent. All right. So it's not like R. Kelly at all. No, they're going to the Stanley Cup finals. I'm going to make you watch the game with me. It's going to be very exciting. I love I love that it's like a very manly sport. Okay. 
I like that part of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it's like kind what of was the last but, like, sporting event you've been to. Ew. Have you ever been? Probably it's with you. Yeah, maybe. Have you been? I mean, the Beyonce concert doesn't count. Oh, no. I went to a Dodgers game with Rachel. Oh, fun. Love a good Dodgers game. Have you been this year? No, it was a few years ago. And I was like, the entire time I was like, well, well next to Rachel, we're definitely going to get on that jumbo cam or whatever the fuck it's called. And we didn't. And I kept like waiting for it and waiting for it because I'm like they just like zoomed in on a seagull for like two minutes like really like nobody is here and I just I was like that's what I took away from that game not because I think I'm that great I was next to Rachel and I'm like oh they spent so much time on the seagull they're just looking for things to zoom in on oh you should have gone with me they like went around to every it was like they were like ignore the girls in the middle go they were afraid you were gonna break the internet or the screen, the Jumbotron screen. I'm constantly afraid of breaking screen. <laughs> <laughs> you should have gone with the last game I went to. I was on the Jumbotron with Haley really? Hansen. Yes. Yes. It was, it like, was it during like the kiss montage? Um, Where no. all the like guys in like the audience be like, come on. <laughs> do it. No, it was a dancing montage thing. And her and I were randomly just like, it was, yeah, we were literally doing embarrassing like arm, like just shaking like assholes, like inside joking with each other. Like it was a caught off guard moment. We were not watching the Jumbotron. I had um, Brandon Brody, who's been on the podcast before, comedian. I guess he was at the game too. And he sent me a screenshot. He was like, yo, that is so (laughs) cool. He was like, how do I get on there? But I think personally, in my opinion, they put us on there because it was Italian day at the Clippers basketball game. Huh? Huh? Right. Basketball I didn't know that that was a thing. <laughs> right. We got a bobblehead doll of the only Italian basketball player climbing of... the Tower of Pisa. That was that I was feel what like I got Italians are more like sports mechanics. Yeah. No, we're not. Uh, yeah. Apparently, that's uh, that's a thing. They're equal opportunity, those Clippers. Uh, Good yeah. for you. I know, but I still had no Italian food at um, LA Live. It was very weird. So how was it then Italian day? Did they just put up like an Italian flag? Um, Not that like I I thought it was really funny, but they played like a lot of very like throw the pepperoni like across the court, like build a pizza with like enlarged felt pepperonis and olives and cheese and like like stuff like that where it was like this feels weird like See, if they they should have done if they had done like a flavor like table flipping contest like Teresa like a real Italian you. yeah like I was like that's not what we do at home <laughs> come on we know tables and you need a yelling contest yeah and who can do the most arm like hand movements with 100 percent yes that would be a thing. I I should retire the joke I have about how I go into when I'm really angry. Britney Spears choreography when I'm yelling at people. I love I, that. When you get Jack and I together, it looks... Uh, we really do look like we're not good at sign language we're, that we're like two deaf girls who are v- very animated but are terrible at sign language because our hands are fucking everywhere. everywhere. Like just like octopuses just going like... It's everywhere. Like, I'm surprised we have not broken more glasses, to be knock honest. Knock on something. Knock on wood or your head right now. I'm going to knock on your gorgeous new marble table. Yeah. You know, actually, <laughs> this this podcast is not sponsored by Las Vegas, but Britney Spears' choreographer, Brian Friedman, is actually choreographing a mob story, a play in Vegas called A Mob Story. 
which excites me. And I feel like we'll have a lot of Italian hand gestures. We were kicked off a mob tour in in Las Vegas. I'm sorry, what? There's... Huh? Um, What happened? This is not... I keep forgetting. This is not an... Okay. I'm sure like everyone's like, I want to hear another story about your mom. Um, It's another Christmas story. No, it... We were on a family trip to Vegas. It was our first trip. And I'm not sure if you um, meatballs have ever seen Jacqueline's dad, but our dads look very similar. Yeah. As they are larger, older, a big presence, Italian man whose BMI may not be correct. You know, Aww. it may just be like a bigger, like a Tony Soprano. Like they look like men. Yeah. They're men. They're solid though. Like they're, they're not. Yeah, they're just, they have a presence and a swagger. They're like Italian dads. Yeah, I love it. RJ doesn't like to walk really anywhere, and he doesn't like the heat. And so trying to find Las Vegas activities for all of us was very hard because uh, two of us, two of the three of us in the family don't like to walk. Nancy, like, wants to fucking power walk everywhere. So she was like, okay, well, I found this mob tour. And it's a bus tour. Perfect. And so I was like, okay. And so was my, this before or after our tour that we did for your birthday? This was before. Okay. I was just going to say, you and learned so your lesson. We were, were waiting there and we get on this bus that was like a redone school bus, but without, <laughs> we get in there and we start moving and we didn't realize there was no air conditioning in a Vegas bus. <laughs> And when I say it was truly one of the worst tours in my entire life, it's not funny, but like we drove so long, like outside of Vegas and like, I thought that's scary. That's some real mob shit right there. The thing is like, there's a lot of mob history in Vegas and like, it's so easy to make it entertaining and just go around the strip and be like, Frank Sinatra there. And so we like, they brought us out to like a subdivision where they buried people in and they were like, and we parked in front of a house and they were like, this house <laughs> looks like the house in the movie casino. What? And I was like, they were like, this looks just like that house. And I was like, this isn't even, <laughs> this isn't the house. No, it's just, this is like casino a house adjacent. That kind of looks like it. Fuck this tour. And this Did guy- you get your money back? Did RJ own the bus after this tour? Well, we were sitting there and like that took just 20 minutes to get there. Oh and God. I was like, oh, no. Were there drinks on the bus? No. I'd be fucking And it's like miserable. not air conditioned. And of course, like Nancy, she is not. This is not okay. Not when I say this. And she asked completely, like, honestly. So he's like, does anybody have any questions? And Nancy's the fucking first person with the question. Like, the first person to get involved. Like, she's a participator. Like, she's that person if, like, in the honest mirror, like, we need somebody. And she's, like, already up on stage. Good for her. She's that person. Love it. So he's like, does anybody have any questions? She's like, I do. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, okay. And she's like, are we going to see where Tupac got shot? (laughs) And everyone on the bus turned around and looked at her. And she's like. No, I want to. I want to see that. Are, are we going to go by there? Oh my god! And he was like, "No, that's not part of the tour." And she's like, "But I really. We just went to a not casino house. <laughs> that wasn't even it." And he, she's like, "I want to see the. That's that's really not on this tour." And he was like, "No, ma'am, it's an Italian mob tour." And she was like, "I can't believe this." And so she's like, they, "He's Sicilian." When they stopped, at, yes, he's just a very. <laughs> uh, so at one of the stops. Um, we were asked to get off 
not shocked by that after a Tupac. I was so was thrilled about. And the thing is, she wasn't yeah. trying to make fun of the tour. She no, she genuinely, like genuinely was like, "Oh, this ha- this is like a mob hit only in like the rap community." Yeah, Nancy's. She's on it. Yeah, good for she's her. She's an OG. She likes salt and pepper. If that's <laughs> she loves salt and pepper. She loves salt and pepper. Yeah, but yeah. That's just my memory of um, going on a tour in Vegas. Was going to a house. That kind of looked like the house in Casino, which I was like, is that even a memorable house? I don't. Yeah. I, it's not like the White House. I was like, just on Natasha Pearl Hansen's podcast, Future Role Model. You guys should listen to it. It's awesome. And I forget what we were talking about. And I mentioned how Casino is my favorite movie. And I was like, no, but it like really was in seventh well, I have a grade. Tour for you. <laughs> I, I would remember Do you this, kind of see a house I, I mean the house that like ginger and ace rothstein lived in yeah that's cool i mean maybe it was that was it like no it was not they specifically said this looks like the house oh god in wow. Casino. Okay. Like, this house That's looks weird. just like the house in Casino. Do I always... Do you remember that, like, Don Rickles had, like, a big part in that? Like, I feel like he's the most underrated part in that movie. In Casino? Yes! See? I've only seen Casino once, and that was with you and your brother. And you showed it to me on 4th of July, because I was like, oh, I've never seen Casino. And you were like, I already bought it on iTunes right now. We're putting it on. <laughs> We're, we're such creeps we like make you hang out with us no, and we're I, like watch casino no it's <laughs> i have the weirdest memory of whenever i hear that song that's <laughs> why the house stop of rising naming, sun yes i yeah. should stop naming things no that's not and that now i only great. think of you <laughs> because we were walking into a bar and you heard that song and you're like oh you and phil like looked at each other you guys had like this weird <laughs> twin moment even though you guys aren't twins but you turn to each other at the same time like a fucking choreographed dance and you guys were like casino <laughs> and i was like what and yeah so that's what i think of when i hear that song do you know i used many- to <laughs> it used to put that with sons of anarchy because that was the first time i heard that song oh. but now you've replaced my lovely sons of anarchy memory You're which welcome. I'm going, with <laughs> the marfugis do you do you know how many poor friends we've sat down on like a sunday night and been like have you seen goodfellas <laughs> <laughs> Like you would be really watch. great. I love that you are kind of you are like Mormons or like Jehovah's Witnesses going around, but instead of trying to share the word of the good Lord, you're like, "Have you seen Casino? <laughs> May I interest you in a copy of Casino? Would you like a picture of a house that kind of looks like the house in Casino?" <laughs> Annabelle DeSisto selling those on AdderallCompliments.com. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I tried to convince. I literally did a presentation to my entire seventh grade class on the movie Casino. <laughs> About you the are- casino gaming industry and, like, made them, like, wheel in a TV. <laughs> I just picture you as, like, a little... What grade were you in? Seventh just like you in like a little gold gown <laughs> i was like sharon with like Stone. a half ponytail yes. is my idol do you know how to tip a guy this is how you do it i learned from ginger <laughs> oh god i i should get therapy shouldn't i <laughs> okay so this is what we learned on this podcast today because <laughs> i don't want you walking away without any sports knowledge annabelle <laughs> you learned that we're going to watch the Stanley Cup and we're going to root for the Golden Knights because why? 
they're like what real housewife oh teddy i was like that wasn't i wasn't trying to do like a pee sound i was just no, like i was, um no i don't even know any um i don't even know any hockey players now because the only hockey player i knew was like hillary duff's husband and then they got divorced um carrie underwood's husband's a hockey player oh yes mm-hmm. okay what's what's going on with carrie underwood's face all i've it's heard about now, it isn't it is like carrie underwood had to get like 50 stitches unrecognizable and like looks she looks great. the same she looks great something like, like she what? keeps saying like she keeps thanking her like makeup team and saying that she just has a ton of makeup on what do i have to do my jaw has not been the same and no. still swollen but call she's Carrie able Underwood. to make <laughs> i was like hey you able, you were able to survive 45 stitches in your face and somehow even improved on perfection i was an extra on like a it wasn't a pepsi commercial it was like a cell phone commercial that was going to be during the super bowl mm-hmm. like years ago you were? And, uh yeah it was like a massive like it was like an extra thing so i didn't even like get really residuals um but when i went and i realized it was like carrie underwood because like they didn't say that when you do extra work it's just like yeah, you don't you're know what you're walking a concert into. goer yeah and wear this and you show up to the location when i want when i went in and i saw it, it was like a giant like it was like a giant kind of like stadium that we were filming in and i was like oh my god it's carrie underwood because i i love her like, oh, I, I don't know this. I don't have like a CD or anything, but like I bought a couple of her. <laughs> I bought a couple of her iTunes. Mm-hmm. Things. Like, yeah. but I, I just love. I think she's beautiful and just very charming. I just love her, and so I was like, oh my god, it's Carrie Underwood, and I was like, I'm obsessed with Carrie Underwood, and the guy's like, okay, good. I was like, I just need to know like where I'm standing like for the commercial because just like legally, I have to be like 90 feet away from her. <laughs> And I was like, so just can you keep that in mind when you're placing me? It's not really a big deal, but I just, I just legally that has to. And he was like, uh, I, oh my God, uh, uh, hold on. I need to talk. He's like, so calling he was like, Central he was like casting. frantically like pushing on his walkie talking. He's like, I have a problem. And I was like, oh my God, no, I was just kidding. And he's like, no, but how far away do you have to be from Carrie Underwood? I'm like, I don't have to be far away from her at all. Put me right up, right up close. I can, I can hold her water bottle. I can do anything. And then. I was like, oh, definitely don't joke around that and you have. Then they a, escorted you offset. Yeah. Surprisingly, it was a very short work day for me. They're like, so we're weird. actually, we don't need as many extras. As they we don't like we comedians did. as extras. No. No, they don't want any of you to talk. It's Mm-mm. not. It's that fine. was not. I'm happy those days are behind you. They weren't. Uh, they weren't fans. God. They're in the majority. We could do a whole. Because when you first, like when I first moved to Hollywood, that was like a way to make extra money. Get it? Pun intended. <laughs> Um, I feel like we could do a whole podcast on extra stories because I have some. I have one where my agent had me thinking I was going in to be like a lead volleyball like model player in this. I think it was a Carl's Jr. commercial. I wrote a whole blog about it, actually, because it like crushed my soul that day. I never got to read your blog. Um, No, I've just written for other blogs. It wasn't exactly. It wasn't my own. I had written. Look at my jolly pop. Sorry. Um. Yeah, and I showed up and was like a glorified extra and just made... I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not a bikini model. (laughs) Like, God, why would I even think this? And it was like in the middle of... No, it was awful. Anyway, um, okay, so what we learned is that the Golden Knights are like 
Teddy Millencamp of the first season. Like, at the beginning, everyone was like, what's going on? Like, whatever. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, now they come out, bright and shining star, and I think she's going to be everyone's favorite housewife next and year. And who are they fighting against? I don't know who else is in the finals with them, because they won today. They won, like, a four-game series that got them into the finals. So I, I've i been too busy watching salt and Peppa and BTS perform. Okay. <laughs> the Billboard Yeah, Awards. the Asian group that we couldn't we figure out. We don't understand. We don't get it. It's watching them perform was kind of like watching like if NSYNC and then Jerome Robbins. Is that who the choreographer was for West Side Story? Like the Sharks and the Jets. I don't with like, millennials like mixed. Like it was very confusing. They're very moody. For, like, governor. Isn't he like kind of hot? No one knows what you're watching right now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> There's a commercial on. It's like they're running ads for like to be like for California governor. Yeah, and he's cute. He's got he's got that salt and pepper hair. Exactly. He yeah. like uh, George the Democratic the Democrat nomination. Like he looks like the hot dad in any movie. And I think that should govern California, right? Yeah. Ex- if I have to look at someone, yeah. No, that's, definitely him. I think that's cool. You believe in science and you're hot? Yes, I'm all for it. Perfect. All right, so we learned the possible Democratic governor of California is hot. Super hot. That's what we should vote. We learned the Golden Knights are like the Teddy Mellencamp of hockey. And we learned that sports betting is now legal and that states have to vote on it and that Annabelle does not like so horse racing. Any state can... Uh, yes, and Tommy Caprio is going to talk about that coming up that's so great i don't understand just fucking legalize gambling and prostitution what do you realize what like revenue that would get for like your state and how much safer it would there make be everything? no more mob tours though was that a mob <laughs> tour i i don't know if we had one to begin with um also the yankees i didn't even tell you this and just enough the yankees are killing it right now they keep hitting home runs so shout out to Yankee fans who are listening. Who I is feel it? like we're going to the World Series this year. I feel like all my favorite teams are going to win. I feel like the New York Giants are going to win the Super Bowl. Was A-Rod a Yankee? A-Rod was a Yankee. So that's so that was them at a Yankees game. Because like yes. J-Lo and him and like her mom went to a... Did you see like the... Jum- no, like how did the, I miss that? Jumbo Cam game. It was the, the Jumbotron? The yeah. Yes. The Jumbo Cam I didn't game. see that. Yeah, it was they just zoom in on... Uh, a Rod and J Lo talking, and like J Lo's mom is there, and like I don't know they just, they just like looked like that they were having like a very intense like couple conversation, Ooh. and they like and they were stayed on them about for so long, like and I was like I would definitely watch that like those are my favorite parts of of the game, the game of like Super Bowl. Um, when they cut to like the celebrities, like, of, like when Giselle's cheering, in or the box. when. Uh, when Cameron Diaz was feeding her boyfriend popcorn. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? Like, yes. just weird. Because they're just like us. I just like <laughs> cuts of when people don't know. Like, that was the best part of the Billboard Awards tonight was like cutting to people, cutting to yeah. celebrities while other celebrities are on stage performing and the celebrities know there's a, a video, like there's no, a camera on them. I don't like and watching Taylor Swift in the audience. And there always knows there's a camera on her and she's always acting shit out. Well, the other celebrities, they are trying to pretend like they know the words to the person who's singing <laughs> yeah. on stage and they don't. Watching them try so to like lip sync water- BTS. Watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> clap clap yeah and just like nodding their heads like it's pretty good right but being, like have no idea nothing. what's happening there's nothing happening no it was bad 
I wasn't a fan of Ariana Grande's opening number after Kelly just did this awesome like speaking out moment. She's crying. Talking yeah, and then about- we have like the donut liquor with like the great ponytail. Like all of her songs sound the same. Yeah, I, that was uneventful. I think she's a very talented vocalist. Think, yeah, she's a talented vocalist. Beautiful, skinny. I like her so much more on like talk shows or Saturday Night oh, Like yeah. I, I like her, her so Jimmy much on Saturday Night Live. I like her I like when her she's acting, not performing. Yeah. No, I just want to like chill with Ariana. She seems cool. Like I had no idea that she's actually like that. Like the old pictures of her from Disney, like where she's so pale. I just like thought she was like naturally like looked like that. No, I had no idea. She's like literally used to look like one of the Twilight kids. Yeah. There's hope for everyone, Annabelle. Yeah. There's a spray, spray there's tan a around spray every tan. <laughs> You too. <laughs> All right. So what did we learn? Golden Knights are going to win the Stanley Cup. Yankees are going to win the World Series. And the New York Giants are going to win the Super Bowl. Sports betting will be legal. And that there's a spray tan around every corner. Annabelle yes. DeSisto, how can the meatballs find you? You can hear more riveting <laughs> wrapping paper stories <laughs> by going to Adderall and compliments on iTunes. Jacqueline was my guest this week. And yeah. she is hilarious and amazing as always. And she's been on there like a lot. Way more than I've been on here. <laughs> Thank you so much for um, being here. Yeah, so just add her on compliments on iTunes and wa- and go listen to Jacqueline's episode. And thank Yay. you so much for having me. Do you have anything you want to promote? Anything coming up? Uh, no, just add her on compliments on iTunes. And the Facebook group Perfecto. is really, really fun and positive and supportive. And that's Adderall and compliments kittens. And Jacqueline is active in there. And it's like a whole community and... It's very lovely. And that's really all I do on Facebook. That's, I've, I've like, I have no idea now what's going on with like the girl I sat next to in math in third grade. Doesn't like what number happy? kid or divorce she's on because I only go into the group and it's like very positive. And nice. Perfect. I love it. Well, you're positive and nice and awesome. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much for, you had no choice, but thank <laughs> you for putting, for hitting record. Oh, you're welcome, dollface. Well, now I have another Italiano with me. Uh, he also has been on What's Your Jersey before. You meatballs know him as Main Squeeze. And he's the executive producer of the Jim Jeffries Show. And he has his own podcast called 8-Ball Sports. Hi, Tommy Caprio. Hi. Hi. Good to be here. <laughs> Thanks for, you know, squeezing us in. I know you're really busy. Um, I, I would make the time for you. <laughs> you will? Yeah. I mean, we have all the time in the world now. I mean, now, I just come home. We're roommates? Yeah. <laughs> now that we're roomies, I just come home and, there's the, you know, time's no option. I feel like we need to come up with like a better terminology than roommates. Yeah, but I, I believe that, that you're the one who came up with that. I am. No, I totally don't like it, though. Well, we're, we're roommates. What, are they, what do they used to say? Housemates? Housemates? No, that's so not sexy. No. Do you want to go to bed your with roommate, your housemate? Roommates are, are much sexier. Roommates not sexy yeah. either. We'll think about it. Meatballs, yeah. right in if you have a sexier, I don't know, term than roommates yeah, like, what for do us. you call the, uh, your... Well, we, we don't call each other boyfriend and girlfriend. We call each other our main squeeze. Main squeeze. So now we need a creative... Um, a name for when two people cohabitate together. Yes. How about cohabitators? 
Wow. No, okay. That's the least sexy thing I've ever heard. No, but I feel like you're my partner in crime, and that's why I actually wanted you here to finish out the podcast this week because Audio Boom is partnering with the Starkey Hearing Foundation, and you know a little bit about that. I do. Can you, you wanna... tell the meatballs a little bit about your experience with Starkey? Okay. Do you want to? You, all right. You can do your read uh, later, but I'll tell you a little bit about Starkey. Um, yeah. I'm wearing a little something right now, and it's a. Uh, what are you it's, wearing? Yeah, exactly. It's not, it's, not, it's not as sexy as you think it would be <laughs> as I reach into my ear. And no, I, but and I, I find it sexy. I pull out a. Whoa, guys. I wish you could see what I'll tiny, post the video. Tiny. <laughs> hearing aid hearing aid yeah okay. not, <laughs> i'm like not what a are tiny, you saying tiny. Right. So i pulled out a tiny hearing aid in my left ear uh-huh uh and it is indeed a starkey so I, how that's so ironic that you are actually doing starkey reads and, and have a starkey as a sponsor uh and not knowing that your boyfriend your main squeeze has a hearing aid that's made by starkey and i picked starkey because starkey has uh you know the worldwide they have some of the top technology. I have an audiologist for a, a cousin who pretty much walked me through every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're also the only ones who have figured out how to make the absolute smallest hearing aid possible. Now, look at me. Can you tell that I'm wearing any hearing aids in my ears? I forgot that you're wearing them right. literally just now. And I wear them all. And I wear them a lot. No one knows you have them. No. And I think that's part of the thing because here's, here's my story. I still work in the entertainment industry, which is a young man's game, young man and woman's game. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing wrong. I've, lo- I've had a hearing loss my whole life. It hasn't really affected me. I speak a little bit different than normal, and I have a hard time, as you know, when we're whispering or <laughs> laying in bed and you're looking the other way. <laughs> or, um, you know, sometimes when I watch movies with people who have accents, yeah. like, you know, British and English, I'm like, and I work obviously with an Aussie. So mm. I have a hard time being like, what the hell are you saying? Because words kind of blend together. R's and, and A's and A's and, and all that other stuff kind of blend together. So this year, um, I decided that I was going to do something about it. You mm-hmm. know, And, you know, at the beginning of the year, I made some changes, one of those being, you know, uh, minimalism. And yes. another one was like some doctor visits, and this was one of them. So I went in there, and I told the people, I said, listen, I want a hearing aid. I want to have a device. But there is still a stigma with having the big piece behind your ear. And I had one of those. Remember, I was testing them just to see if it really made a difference. Yeah, and it reminded me. I was nannying maybe two years ago for someone who was also hearing impaired, and he had the big thing behind his ear also, and it reminded me of that. Right. I mean, if you have like a major hearing loss or some type of you know serious problem, the one in the back is probably best for you. Mm-hmm. But mine is just kind of like very mild and very specific. So I was a candidate um, for this, plus my, the, the canal in my ear was small enough. Anyway, I told them, I said, listen, I want one, but I don't want to be walking around with a big piece in the back of my ear because I still feel like people start to, to assume you're older than you are and that you have some it looks like you have a disability with these you honestly look at me you cannot tell no you really can't you can't tell like you would never in a million years know that i'm wearing devices in my ear uh and i i can make changes to them from my phone they're the sound lenses starkey sound lenses mm-hmm. i can make changes from them with my phone uh to like raise the volume there's a setting for when i go to listen to music at a concert so I can put, or if I'm listening to music in a house or playing music on the mandolin, I can actually hear the notes and stuff much better with that, with that, you know, with that setting. And then also there's a setting for when I'm in a crowded bar or a restaurant, so I don't hear people scratching plates like two two tables down. I can actually hear you at a, having a conversation. That's so cool. Yeah, I mean it's great. It's like the best technology in the world. I'm really happy that I did it. Um, you know, I I wish I, I I don't always wear them. I I could actually wear them to the gym because I could put my Bluetooth in them. So it's like, but then you don't really, and you actually believe it or not, can like pick up phone calls from it. 
But what? I mean, but it's really weird because if you hear people just walking down the street talking to themselves, yeah. usually you see some type of earpiece associated with it. But here it looks like I'm literally just talking to myself. It really does. Right. But that's amazing. They can even pick up your voice. Yeah. You know, I mean, so yes. Uh, so Would you it, say it's been life changing for you? It has. It, well, it it's, gives people hope. You know, like one thing that, that I love is, you know, everybody loves a good cry or gets a good cry when they watch the uh, YouTube videos when people hear for the first time. Oh. God. When I walked out of the place and the first time they gave me those hearing aids, I didn't have that opinion. Uh, I didn't have that same feeling. I had, like, I'm okay with missing some of these annoying things that I'm missing. Yeah. You know, like the keys jingling on your cart when you're, <laughs> when you're driving and they just jingle and hit each other. Sounded like someone was scratching on, on a chalkboard to me. You know, like all the little things I really didn't mind missing. But there were a lot of things that I am missing. And part, part of it, the biggest part, was me and my own speaking. Because now I can see, I, I when I wear them, I enunciate them a lot more, project my voice. Because I'm like, I usually mumble if I don't have them in. I've noticed that. Even yeah. my four-year-old niece, Addison, has noticed your speaking voice changed. What? Because of this. Yeah. No. Yes. Guys, I would get her on the podcast, but that would just be weird. Um, <laughs> no, she's well, definitely I, noticed it. But... I, I think it's great that this is this sponsor. It's so funny because uh, I'm I'm holding the case in my hand and I have the paperwork here. The sound lens is life changing for people, and uh, Starkey is the best of the best when it comes to uh, hearing aids, and that's why I wear them. And that's what's so cool, and I feel like you're so fortunate because like you've been able to afford them and whatnot. But the Starkey Hearing Foundation is a human services charity. It's rated four out of four stars by Charity Navigator, and the coolest thing about it is that the organization does provide hearing aids and hearing-related health care to hearing-impaired in poor communities around the world. So for people that can't afford any of this, like they're also doing amazing things for them. Which Absolutely. I, I mean, I am fortunate. I have good, uh, good insurance and, and have a little money to be able to do it, but there are a lot of people around the world who can't. And if you can't hear, you, the quality of life is definitely... You're just missing out. I mean, there's an estimated 5% of the world's population, which is 432 million adults and 34 million children. That's what kills me the most because I know people that I'm friends with have, you know, two-year-olds that are having hearing loss, newborns that are dealing with it. And I feel like sometimes times are tough. They can't afford it. So I definitely love this organization. And the coolest thing about it, Meatballs, is that Audio Boom has teamed up with Starkey and they're launching the Listen In campaign. And they're asking, what's your Jersey podcast and you Meatballs to help them reach their $25,000 fundraising goal. And the funds raised from the Listen In campaign will support the next round of global outreach and will help everyone that um, is involved with the charity with their hearing impairedness. Uh, So you can help Starkey Hearing Foundation reach their $25,000 goal by donating to the Listen In campaign today. Uh, That's L-I-S-T-E-N-I-N campaign. That's C-A-M-P-A-I-G-N dot org. So go to listeningcampaign.org. Give the gift of hearing today. Trust me. Do you love Starkey Hearing Foundation? I love, I love Starkey. Life changing. <laughs> we're going. We're doing it. You guys, any amount helps. It's just a really great organization. And it's just going to make all these children's lives and adults' lives that can't afford the hearing-related health care 
just so much better, right? Good for them. Yeah. Starkey. I am so happy to be working with I this mean, I foundation. I mean, think about kids. Kids in general, man, that, that kills me when, like, and you're like, ah, that's just hearing, you know, that, like, yeah, but, like, think about music. Think about the inspirations that you had in your life with musicals and, and, and music that has been such a huge part of my life as far as concerts I've gone to. And I didn't have hearing aids until recently, but I didn't have, like, a serious hearing loss. And this campaign does serious you know, hearing, uh, and I think Starkey's probably so far ahead of uh, of the technology. What I'm understanding is that they'll probably be, uh, you know, hearing loss will eventually be a thing of the of the past. You know, even for children with the yeah. with the um, the implants and all the other stuff. You know, even when I talk to the doctors, they're like, hearing loss is going to be something that that we can definitely. Uh, well, I feel like you would just shut down or like not even care about talking to people in group situations. Sometimes, yeah. Before you got this, yeah. I mean, I, there, there definitely is like when you're in a bar or a restaurant and you're with people. I have another friend of mine who, um, Denine, you know, and and mm-hmm. and she has a, has a bad hearing well as well, but she doesn't have the hearing aids. Or and so for years we would just kind of like look at each other and know that when it was too crowded in a bar and too loud that we would just pretend we knew sign language, <laughs> right? It, that would be like being like, "Don't bother talking to me because I don't hear a word you're saying," and we would just laugh from across the room because we kind of got it. It's just like yeah. I'm just gonna nod my head and pretend I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I probably agreed to do a bunch of things I didn't want to do or go play. I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Just nod my head. You could have like four of your own TV shows right now, and you have. No idea because you didn't hear the conversations you were actually having. Oh, probably yeah. A bunch of people like coming to my office like, yeah, we set up a meeting. Oh, okay. You're like, cool, great, <laughs> good talk. Um, he's chilling right now on our couch because the main squeeze actually just got back from a very aggressive weekend. Can you tell the meatballs what you did this? I weekend? will try and keep this as short as possible. Let Thank me tell you. you. Something. I am in serious, serious pain today. I um I I took part in a um an event called uh, a Spartan race. Um and it's it's a an obstacle course race that uh you know challenges you to to get through 20 obstacles, you know, physical, mental um you know challenges. But really I got I started doing these a couple years back, but I did one called the Rugged Maniac with my friends and it's something that we kind of go away for a weekend and do. But that one I normally do is kind of like fun. It's like blow up houses, like you go down slides in the water, and it's almost like what the show Wipeout used to be, and you laugh at your oh, friends falling in like water so much and fun. But with off alcohol, things. you said there's like alcohol right, you can drink. Yeah, It's kind of like having a good time. Now, it's challenging. It's still three miles or two point something, eight miles or nine miles. Um, but it's challenging enough that you feel like you're getting a workout. So I think I'm going to do one of those, and I go to this thing, and nobody is dressed in costumes like they normally are. There is no beer available. Everyone's everybody is by literally Reebok. with their CrossFit teams. Like no. everyone, you know, like, you know, the awful CrossFit people. Wait, so they're like training at right. their CrossFit all gyms? All CrossFit th- people, like they're all oh, representing no. their CrossFit gym because this is the only way you can pass it. So here I am, untrained. Un, uh, not prepared for this at all. Meatballs, I've had so much anxiety for the past month just worrying about you doing this race. You, I have just been, this has been on my calendar just like my whole bane of my existence and I don't know, I've been like planning things around it because I knew I was going to be, anyway, I went and, t- I, 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 believe it or not, at one point, ladies and gentlemen, I led this race because you jump over this <laughs> wall and you, you jump over this wall and you get into this little pen and the guy explains the rules for you and he's like, are you ready Spartans? And everyone's like, aru, 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 like, screaming what all, does that really like, mean war paint on their faces like literally and i'm wearing a weedy shirt <laughs> oh my god with my two other friends that says weedies it's an orange shirt that says weedies stop it and i'm and then we're like up front so when the guy blows the shoots the gun and everyone takes off 
screaming like they're going in the battle. Yeah. I'm leading the race for a good, like, you know, like if it was a track, I'd say a third of a, like, a quarter mile. You know, I'm leading it. Then we get around the corner and then boom, there's this hill. Mind you, we picked to do the one that apparently is the hardest one in the country because it's at a ski resort. Big Bear. Big Bear. <laughs> and I get to the base and it's a mile up. 2,000 feet. 2,000 feet. feet up? Yep. Like it you're took me running. an hour, one hour to get to the summit. Did you run? I ch- no, you can't. Even the people who won, but they, the thing is they don't stop walking. I took like 10 steps and then had to breathe for 20 seconds and then 10 steps. It, I literally... Almost killed me. Were you listening to What's Your Jersey podcast the whole time? I, you can't they t- say you can't listen to anything because you have to listen to the rules. Oh, uh, wait. What do you mean? So They're like yelling stuff the top, at you? You get to the stop. Top, wait, start- answer the question. They're yelling at you the whole time? No, there's people or officials who are like, if you don't finish an obstacle or can't get over it or jump over a five foot wall, seven foot wall, eight foot wall, climb under barbed wire, yeah. you have to do burpees, 30 of them. Oh, so people are like commanding you to They're do They're like, okay, get things. over here, do your burpees. And they're like, one, two, three, you know, so. Luckily, I got, you know, the obstacles I didn't have a problem with. Towards the end, I couldn't do them because, like, I'm, I was physically spent. Yeah. I cried about a mile in. When I, <laughs> when I, I know you think it's funny, but I cried when I got to the top, of, like, halfway through this thing because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't belong here. I'm not in shape for this. I'm too old. I have a gut. Everyone else is, like, zero body fat. They're, all the guys had shirts off. I had a weedy shirt on, right? Oh, my God. They all had their numbers, like, written on them. It just, like, it was bad. It was bad for me, right? So I'm thinking, I don't belong here. I cried at m- about mile one, about mile two. I, someone told me this was a three-mile, a 5K. Yeah. Then I see a marker for three miles, and I'm thinking, all right, we're almost done. Now we're at three miles. And then they're like, you're halfway there. And I'm now I'm Halfway panicked. there. Now I'm panicked. Yeah. Now I'm panicked. Oh, that's so, awful. <clears throat> Then I'm like, you're pulling these sandbags up. And then you get this one point. They throw a bag of sand. Of course, like, there's one for guys, one for girls. And I'm like, man, can I just use the girl one? Like, I don't care if it's red. You know, like, and but but they're like, no. There's no like, shame in your game. But that's the, but that's the <laughs> thing. is like, I don't think that's fair. Like, I'm half dead. I'm lucky I'm at this point 2.5 miles in. Just let me carry the lighter bucket. I don't care. <laughs> like, there's a woman there who can literally carry 10 times as much as I could. Why can't I just carry yeah, the lighter bucket? Yeah, they've been bucket? training all year. Right. They, these women are... Do everyone's they have got jobs? CrossFit stuff on. I have no business being there. You do So know. then I get mad at, like, mile 3.5, and I'm cursing at the official. He's like, all right, man, you, I, I, I fell off the rings. You're trying to do these rings. And my arms just have nothing left. He's like, go do your burpees. And I'm like, fuck. I'm sorry. Can I curse? Yeah. <laughs> I Come thought we were, we're not we're, we're not on cable. No, you're <laughs> fine. I'm like fuck you. I'm like this is fucking bullshit. I came here to do an obstacle race, not like be the world's best hiker, because that's what I felt like. Yeah, like it was all about how you can hike. You then you get to another summit and you crawl on your stomach under barbed wire for another literally 200 was that like a fun part for you because yeah i'm good at that stuff that sounds like scary at first but then i was like that actually must be kind of a relief i started really making ground in there strangely because i'm smaller and i can crawl and i was like you're not that small yeah i know but but like compared to some of these giants that were there yeah i crawled right under there and they really had a hard time with it that's when i caught my other buddy ethan um but how tall is ethan like six foot oh okay maybe six one yeah point is that uh you know, the, those things I had no problem with. Monkey bars, things like that. But And sometimes, but like, 
I, you know, then they, I get to one point, and I was literally, I almost quit at this point when they want you to carry a bucket of rocks. Literally a five five gallon bucket of gravel. That sounds awful. Can't carry it over your head. You got to carry it in front of your and chest. And you paid to be a part of this. Yeah, I, I will never do it again. This is so I'll ridiculous. I will never do it again, but afterwards, we had a hot tub. But we got a cabin up there, which Big Bear is amazing. Got a cabin up there. I'm sitting in the hot tub. I got a glass of scotch with some ice cubes because one of the guys we're with was a bartender. Uh, you know, my and I got my Pedialyte as well, which I went out. I got yeah, you two got, huge bottles of it. A banana, <laughs> and I'm like, I can't feel my legs. My 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 feet are bleeding. My toes, all my all my joints feel broken, and 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 I'm just feeling it right now. And I'm, this is just last night, and I'm thinking. <laughs> This is all I kept thinking about was like, I need to get back to the place and have a drink and sit in the hot tub. <laughs> and, but then there was this, there was this oh, oh, feeling that came over me. It was like, I'm not a young man. I'm older than all the guys I was there with. I didn't train. Mm-hmm. I may have not been the prettiest or the shortest amount of time getting through it. But damn, I got through that course. <laughs> I got that medal. I got a t-shirt and a medal and I am a Spartan warrior. And <laughs> Wow! Right, and now I'm the coolest. No, and it's like, but so there's something cool about that. I'll never do it again. Are you sure? sure now as, you're not going on tour. No, as I'm like sure a Spartan as I will never do warrior athlete. It, first of all, Big Bear is the first sign that you shouldn't be doing any races. You know where they're going to put you on a flat surface. I'm doing Rugged Maniac because that's fun. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. Because Wait, can I do that? You can do that if you want. Because like know. you can run around the mud. It's challenging enough. <sighs> but even I don't. You're in great shape. You do pile jam oh, every day. You. But I don't I care. I don't care out. who you are. Yeah, there was people who train every day who were like at the top of that hill throwing their brain, throwing up their brains. Did you, know? you throw up? Oh, that's what no, Annabelle I didn't wanted to know. I perfectly pulled off. Like the, I was there with a, a trainer who perfectly pulled off the right amount of fluids and the water, and I didn't eat enough. We had like these protein power balls that he made, and it was just like I didn't throw up. I and and not to mention, you guys are I, just to get to the top of the summit was two thousand feet. It's eight thousand feet How, total, so the breathe? air was really thin. So on top of all of it, I could oh, barely God. breathe because even laying in bed the night before when I got there, I was like, man, I don't have trouble breathing. Just going for a walk. So it's like, it's like, luckily, a couple of times I went to the gym, I wore one of those masks that make you thin. I'm really happy I didn't know that before. Yeah. You, you, you hate those guys. <laughs> I would have made fun of that But luckily so I did. I just wanted to see what it was like. And I used to panic every day. Wow. So I'm really happy this is done. It was a part of my life that I was kind of like planning things around I'm looking I've at been hearing about this for like nine months right but I really still didn't take it as serious as I should have I know it's okay now could you imagine if you actually took it seriously but it sounds like you guys did great well those other guys left they went ahead of me they went ahead. no no not 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 my not Ethan but the other guy I said just Rob, go dude you yeah you trained for this you're a trainer I, you, I want you to do good like you don't you're deserve, my boy blue you're my boy blue you shouldn't be ca- I, I mean I was coming across the finish line like when Forrest Gump was carrying oh uh, my bu- 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 Forrest Gump was carrying Bubba you were Bubba I was Bubba <laughs> wow that's so sexy that's that's great uh, the house they stayed in in Big Bear, I'm not going to lie, I went, is that Rob Valletta's house, Meatballs? Is that Sheena Shea's ex's house? It looked just like that. Well, it, it's funny up there because it's like, it's almost like everyone has to have the same motif in there. Yeah, it's kind of e- weird. Every house it's is the same. You go in, and nice. it's just like wooden carved bears everywhere. I know yeah. you're in Big Bear, but don't want to be so on the nose. Like, can we, like, uh, I don't know, modern it up a little like, like bit? Native American blankets everywhere and like... Even the bedpost had like little bears carved on the corners of them. So creepy. 
Yeah, it is creepy. That's what kept you up the first night, not the breathing. Yeah, the bed wasn't comfortable, and the fact that I knew I was going to die the next morning. Like, I'm happy you're back. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I haven't even started to feel the pain yet. I know. I'm worried when that's going to hit. Like, he walked in this morning like a normal person, and I was like, oh, no. No, I had just because I just pumped up on me. <laughs> and, then, and then I left the office day, and someone like, what happened to your ass? Because I was walking like somebody jammed something up my ass. It was like really small. And I'm like, no, it's not my ass. It's just like my knees aren't bending. T- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, oh, oh, I'm going to show you. Uh, you can keep talking. I'm okay. Uh, so before he left, right before he was uh, picked up to go to this rugged Spartan race thing, um, I made him sit down to watch the royal wedding ceremony. Oh, my God. Guys, he's showing me a bruise right now. Oh, my God. Did Floyd Mayweather assault you in the middle of the night? What? What? Your bruises look like Annabelle's knees after she fell off a soul cycle bike. Wow. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> oh my god. Guys, he's stripping right now. This is I, I, so I'm inappropriate. I, let, I turned podcast. around like I literally got to the top of the wall at one point and I just st- got stuck at the top and then my muscles are like you're not getting over and I just let go of the rope and I just slid down and literally right on my, right on my back, my ass. And then on my, in the back of my head was covered with mud. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty beat up. Yeah, you are. That's okay. You still so Anyway, I'm the only guy with a gut to finish this race. Very proud. You're Very kill- proud. That means you're fun. You're fun, <laughs> Tommy. You know what it is? <laughs> I'm like, I'm a glutton for punishment, I think. I think you are. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, no, no. You just like do. a challenge. Mm-hmm. Right? I like a challenge, and I just like, I, I punish myself these things. It's like sweat lodges and ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. I'm not, we're going to have you on again to talk yeah. more about that. But. I, I like want to punish myself. It's you, like I just feel like I deserve it. It's weird. It's like you're you're just like good at what you do, and like we're pretty chill. Um, so you're like I want some conflict or some some sort of challenge I, in I my need life. To hurt myself somehow. How do I put some pain in my life? God, do you have daddy issues? Yeah, well, you know my dad. <laughs> I know. I, I love have, your dad. I, I have both a mom and dad. In my life. I'm totally normal. You know. I think that's what it was. That's why. No. Like, that's one hundred percent why. This looked totally normal. Um, Annabelle and I did not recap the royal wedding because I kind of wanted it from a guy's perspective. We sat down and watched the entire thing before you left. Did you like it? Did you get teared up? What happened? Uh, I was trying to explain to the guys I was with on the ride up, and they just were like, what, what are you talking about? Like, well, yeah, we were watching a royal wedding. Did you guys watch it? And they're like, no. Like, one of them was like, I saw my girlfriend watching it, but I didn't sit down and watch it. Um, I, I don't know. Honestly, like, my favorite part about the whole wedding, and I think SNL did some some jokes on it this weekend. Yeah. Like, you know, she really blackened it up. I love that. The bishop? Oh, yeah, yes. Like she, like, she totally blackened it up and made sure everybody knew that, you know, just remember, I'm half black and American. And it was, she, he, you know, throwing a lot of Martin Luther King references mm-hmm. in there. It was great. I mean, I know I love a black church because that's how I think church should be. You know, we, we grew up Catholic and, and you're always just like, oh, he, oh, oh, and you just feel like sad no. and scared and everything's horrible. And it's like the black church. So much church, Catholic guilt. I always feel like I'm doing something wrong right. and everyone's and, and mad at me. And the black church just makes you feel like God loves you and we're going to have a party today. And that's get what on I love. Down, get on down the line. <laughs> well, that's uh, so right before you, Annabelle came on. We talked about how Beyonce just bought a church in New Orleans. So oh, I nice. think the bishop from the royal wedding should go do sermons at the church in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. That'd be perfect for him. They can have like a six piece band back there and like a trumpet. Right, it'd be <laughs> great. 
Granted, Stand yeah. by me when they played that. I like lost my mind. Yeah. I got so really anyway, excited. Uh, overall, I think the whole. Um, you know, we did a show on on the Jeff, Jim Jeffrey show last week, but oh yeah, the, okay. So this episode's coming out the night before the episode tomorrow for the Jim Jeffrey show, right? Uh, which is ten thirty p.m. on Comedy Central. Watch it. People should watch. It's funny. Um, it's awesome. And so the point is that we, uh, I watched this thing. And we did, first of all, we did it like we don't understand it. Jim's mom is really big into it. Obviously, people are. The I get way. I get it now to a certain de- degree when we you know went there and shot some pieces and did some things because. You know, they spend a lot of money to keep this family afloat, which do nothing really other than raise some money and people still talk about it. You know, like this is what we as Americans fought against mm-hmm. and ended. Like we, we, we're celebrating and watching the same people that we, our country was founded on the revolution to get away from these people. And now we're all glued to the TV watching. It. It's kind of weird. Like, oh, the queen and whatever. And like. It says a lot about what's happening in right. our country. And <laughs> so that's what could our leaders are such assholes. I know. We're like, oh, please. So, and it's also, there's an American in there for once. Right. But it's, it's for once, but it doesn't matter. These people, it's just like, it's basically pageantry. It's like the Kardashians. Yeah. It's like it's like if the Kardashian, the, the last of the inbred shithead Kardashians, all mated, and the last one that was born was on our money. That's what it's like. <laughs> Actually, people were talking shit because they were disappointed that she wasn't more made up like a Kardashian. But I like the fact that she was pretty natural. Right. I mean, she, she'd already like you know she's stunning. Right, she's stunning, beautiful, but she's also pushing the luck that she's like there. And it's like let's not like overdo it. Like the people, <laughs> I'm sure people are rolling in their graves, and a lot of people are like, oh boy, the American. I know. saw the funniest meme today where it was like, what is happening to like the male species where women are like, oh my god, he whispered to her, you look amazing, and every girl is losing their minds over it. Like that's all it takes for a girl to yeah. be like, that's that's it. That was so. That was I mean, you know that's what you're supposed to say isn't it I don't know. <laughs> it is i don't know i mean i think that's a part a of the things you came up you gave me a couple of dirty looks during it you know I? I made a couple of, yeah you looked over and said because uh, i made a couple of comments i'm like i don't get it but <laughs> you know, like, I, and i was kind of snarky about some things and you know her mom was hilarious she looks like oh, how did this happen you know my daughter is literally a princess <laughs> or, or, or literally a prince or, marrying so a prince cute. or whatever and um mom. the rest of the people are like Lining up in the streets for the it's pageantry bullshit. It's kind of funny and good for them. And but then one thing I learned about doing it was like, yeah, well they spend a lot of money on this family, but the fa- the family generates a lot of money for yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's like thirty three hundred something million to keep them going a year, you know. But they generate with just the people coming in and buying those like commemorative bullshit plates, mm-hmm. five hundred thirty three million American dollars. So you're actually still a money making thing. Yeah. For them, you know, what else are you going to go to London for? I think it's good for everyone. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's fine if that's what they want to do. It, it sells a lot of newspapers and tabloids as well. One of them needs to have an affair. <laughs> okay, can we not? No, no, but they do, right? I mean, like Charles and Diana are bored like, right like, now. Split, they have the page with the middle <laughs> spinning up. Oh God! USA magazine. Oh, are you Harry, Tristan with Harry Tristan and Chloe? With J-Lo. <laughs> God. All right, so. Annabelle and I talked to all the sports for this week. I said that the Golden Knights are going to win the Stanley Cup Finals. Mm-hmm. I said the Yankees are going to win the World, the World Series. You guys really dug deep uh, in the sport, did. didn't you? We did. No, but I want you to explain because we, we touched on the sports betting stuff, but you were the one that brought it to my attention before you go. 
I want you to explain what's actually going on with the sports betting because I tried to explain to Annabelle. I knew just enough, and you're here to pick up the slack. All right, just enough of this. Uh, <laughs> Please. Uh, basically, the Supreme Court said that you, that states have the right now to determine if they want sports betting. Okay. It used to be that the only place can do it was Vegas, and Vegas's big thing was, hey, we do it here with UNLV, the college there, you, don't, you can't bet on. We don't have any professional sports. There's no shadiness in sports going on, and no one's going to do anything shady. Mm-hmm. No one's going to... Live here and influence these people to, you know, do a certain thing. So anyway, they have professional sport now. They have Vegas, who you just mentioned, and football is coming. And football is coming there yeah. too, and they're probably going to basketball we team. We said that so before. Once that happened, it kind of threw that whole theory out the out the you know out the window. Because now it's like equal Atlantic City field. has wanted to do it for years to save them because in they think New it's Jersey. big. And New Jersey would have Philadelphia and New York too close. They said originally. Yeah. Now it would be great if it was just Atlantic City who got it, but everyone did. So I'm not sure how much it helps them because what's going to happen is you're going to be able to walk into a 7-Eleven now if the state allows you, and most states would. Why wouldn't you? Money maker, you could tax the shit out of this money. Yeah, you're gonna be able to walk into a Seven Eleven and, and get a cup of coffee, a newspaper if if you still read, and and also <laughs> and also a ticket and also a ticket, which I doubt anyone's reading, uh, and also a ticket for the game you want that night. It's crazy to think about, but wait, that's really cool. I didn't know that. Right, you bet from a machine. Like I was trying to buy. I was telling you, I was trying to buy those machines if you can get a pass. But I feel like the mafia is gonna take that over. You know, because the mafia. If you think about the whole thing, the mafia is the one who gets screwed out of this. I know because they're like that's their thing, and now all of a sudden you can walk into a Seven Eleven and put your bets in. How the are one we good thing that? is that you can't bet money you don't have. You have to put money in the machine, and that's the and difference. that's the difference between telling Johnny Crooked Nose, <laughs> I'm betting money ten grand, and you don't have ten grand, and you're just letting it ride. That's okay. when people get into trouble. Yeah, that you know? makes sense. So okay. that's what that is. But uh, listen, there's a lot of like, you know quick sports wrap up. The NBA playoffs have been horrible. That. I mean, to, the only one that's getting good is Boston and Cleveland. LeBron's doing great things. Uh, it looks like Golden Golden State's it, it's theirs to lose again. They're killing Houston and he's by forty points last night actually. So, uh, hockey's been interesting. It was Winnipeg, the smallest market in all sports, and they lost to Vegas, the first expansion team in any sport ever in their first season to go to the playoffs uh, and to go to the finals of something, which is amazing. I'd love to see them win. I think it's good for the sport. Um, but if they're playing a Tampa Bay Lightning, I'm not sure if that's good. No, they're going to win. Tampa Bay? No, they're playing Tampa Bay Lightning. I hope they win. I want, I want them to win. win but, uh, but the Tampa Bay Lightning are good, are good, and I think that's the team, the other team. Baseball is pretty much simple. It's going to be a two-person race right now. It looks like, well, three. It's going to be all, uh, fortunately, they're all in the American League. So mm-hmm. it's like Yankees, Boston, and Houston. And I the think National that's League is exciting. wide open. I'm yeah. a Cardinals fan, so I, I'm rooting for them. But. You're rooting I'm a rooting, rooting. I'm rooting for you to never do a Spartan race again. I won't. No <laughs> you, have to, you have to root for that. Uh, Main Squeeze, thank you for being here to wrap for, things up. Thanks for having me. I know. Thanks for... Thank um, you, Starkey, for the life change. Exactly. Uh, guys, if you didn't catch the info before, just go to listeninincampaign.org and give the gift of hearing today. Uh, thank you. Can you tell the meatballs where to find you? You can find me on Twitter. At Tommy Caprio, uh, parental discretion advice. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Tommy underscore Caprio. And tell um, them what to watch. You can watch the Jim Jeffries show on Comedy Central at 10:30 p.m. 
on the east and west coast. I don't know. How, I don't understand how that. Never understood how that central thing goes. I'm not good with that either. But you know what I'm saying. 1030. Yeah. You know where it is. I'll post about and, it. Uh, and I also do a podcast if you really actually are interested in sports. Don't want, don't listen to this. But if you're interested in a little bit of sports and a lot things. of ball busting, it's the 8-Ball at 8-Ball Sports Show on all the social media. And I'm starting to do another podcast in the next few weeks, which is called... Uh, on Twitter will be at Machine Message, and it's called the Answer Machine, where you can actually leave a message at one eight what is it one eight six six two uh, yeah one eight three yeah no don't worry about it. Everyone <laughs> just shut this just off. Just shut up. <laughs> Sorry guys. We'll but, yeah. post all the information. Um, you're the best. Thank you. All now right. you can go take an ice bath and go yeah. to sleep. Take some painkillers. Early some. morning. Thanks, uh, you guys. Thank you. Thank you to Annabelle DeSisto at Adderall and Compliments. I also just want to remind you guys, if you want to come see me, I'm at the Laugh Factory Hollywood on May 29th. I think the show's at 8 p.m. I'll post everything. Also, come see Ledoux, You Remember This, the musical in the Hollywood Fringe Festival, June 2nd, 8th, 9th, 10th. I'll post times for that. And we're doing our first ever live What's Your Jersey podcast and stand-up comedy show that's going to be June 7th at Viva Hollywood. So I'll give you guys details about that. So all the fun things coming up. Uh, Meatballs, thank you so much for listening. I love hearing from you guys. If you have any questions, email me at whatsyourjerseypodcast at gmail.com. I'm Jacqueline Marfuji, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars.